Would you pray with me? God of compassion, whose Son became poor for our sake, help us to see the face of Christ in those who are poor and in serving them to serve you. Give us generous hearts so that those living in poverty may have adequate food, clothing, and shelter. By your Spirit, move us to affirm the dignity of all people and to work for just laws that protect the most vulnerable in society. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Luke, the sixth chapter. Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all in the crowd were trying to touch him. For power came out from him and healed all of them. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. For surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you. For that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. Posture matters. It can change the entire tone of an interaction. Imagine an interaction with a superior. If you're called into their office and you find them seated behind a large desk while you are left to stand or even sit, that posture will convey a great deal. On the other hand, if they come to your office and sit in a guest chair while you remain behind your desk, the tone of the conversation changes. In one, they have the power, while in the other, you're invited to relate to them differently by maintaining your own turf and your own power. It's subtle, but significant. We've already noted in the previous devotion for this week that there are marked similarities and differences between Luke's Sermon on the Plain and Matthew's Sermon on the Mount, not the least of which is the location. One in the flatter valleys of the Galilean hill country and the other up in the sloping hills, what Matthew calls a mount. In Matthew, the sense is that Jesus is elevated up from the people looking down upon them. It makes sense for sure. There's no amplification at this time, so being in an elevated position helps with projection so that all can hear his words. 
It may also be no surprise that Matthew, a former tax collector and one accustomed to authority, would have resonated with this sort of posture. In contrast, Luke goes to great lengths to tell us that Jesus comes down out of the sloping hills to be in the midst of the people. He sits down and he looks up. The posture is entirely different here. Jesus has taken the lowest position in this crowd, not the highest. To be honest, it even reads as being odd. This posture makes no sense given the lack of amplification. It'll make hearing Jesus more difficult. Yet Luke uses his space in the gospel to make clear to us Jesus' unexpected, lowly posture. It's an inversion of what we expect. We don't expect teachers or leaders to adopt such a posture. We certainly don't expect God to take on this perspective. Yet here Jesus does. And as we continue to explore the Gospels, and especially Luke, we see a picture of God in Jesus who comes not to serve, but to be, not to be served, but to serve who takes the lowest places, not those of honor, who washes feet rather than be washed. It's this unexpected inversion that Jesus models with his posture in today's text that highlights the words Jesus says. Blessings come in unexpected places. When you're poor and hungry, when you weep, when you're hated and reviled and defamed, then you're blessed. What we'd call cursed and woe-filled, Jesus calls blessings. In like manner, those things we would highlight as blessings, richness of financial rewards and possessions, having enough food and drink to keep us full, laughing at good times, being thought well of and praised for our deeds, those Jesus calls woes. Seriously, think about it. When asked to share how you're blessed, you would almost certainly name any one of those things. And yet Jesus says clearly, with both posture and words, that they are not. What Jesus demonstrates with his posture today, coming down into a lowly spot, is words support. What God is doing in the world is unexpected and even the reverse of how we do things. That may well mean that for us to fully appreciate where God is and what God is doing, we may well have to change our own posture. We may well have to acknowledge our own places of privilege and leave them behind for more lowly, servant-focused postures. And then, when we've inverted our worldview, the God we often miss may well come into clearer focus. So today, may you be challenged to see how you are privileged. May you see that Jesus left behind glory and honor to be a servant and the lowest of all. And may you see that your blessings come in unexpected ways and places. And that as you adopt a different posture, they may well come into clearer focus for you.